This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The Red Apple Media Podcast Network presents... This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy-winning journalist Rita Cosby. Welcome to another edition of Protecting America. I'm Rita Cosby. New York City's mayor says that the Big Apple is bursting at the seams. Overwhelmed by migrants as now many residents are outraged that new migrant shelters are popping up in their own communities. And the mayor is also basically saying that the migrant care costs could reach $12 billion by June of 2025. Wow. Without any federal help. So how dire is this crisis? And how do we turn this around if that's even possible? And joining us now to talk about all of this is Robert Holden. He is a New York City Democratic councilman. Councilman, really great to have you here. Great to be on, Rita. So how bad is it? It's bad. It's bad. And uh, it, there's no sign of letting up either. And uh, it's, it's, it's almost like we are now, oh, they've opened the floodgates and they don't know how to close it. And the problem we're seeing is like what you mentioned, a lot of money is coming out of the taxpayers' pockets, obviously, nowhere else. And you're going to, st- and the mayor's warned us, you're going to start to see a reduction of services also, and a reduction of quality of life. But you have able, mostly able-bodied men, by the way, the migrants. There are some families, but mostly able-bodied men sitting around. And that is never a good formula, doing nothing. Sitting around just, you know, again, they get their three square meals. They get a roof over their head. They get services. But when they're sitting around not making any money, they could do other things to try to get money. And that's what we're worried about. So what do you think is the solution? Is there even a solution at this point? It is such a mess. Well, it's always it comes from the border. But I think what we have to do as as New Yorkers is say, what are we going to do with 100,000 people who need housing? What are we going to do with them? Are we going to give them housing? Are we going to give them jobs? What is the solution here? And the solution has to come from the federal government. They should be put on federal land. And that's why I think the governor is finally um, waking up. Governor Hochul in New York here, she's, she says, well, we're gonna, we have to find now federal facilities to house the migrants. Well, it's a little too late for that. We have 100,000 in hotels or 50,000 in hotels and, and in other areas and tent cities and so forth and so on. Um, but what do you do if they can't work for several years? What do you do? And that's where the federal government, and I, I'm calling on everyone in, in the federal government, but it seems like the the president is asleep at the wheel. I've been saying this all along. And I don't expect anything from his office, but I think Congress needs to act and say, here, let's create a program. Let's do like a WPA you know, program where they can do things uh, and and help uh, public uh, infrastructure or or work on uh, in parks as programs and then 
say to them, that's it. You know, you're, you're going to stay here for, you know, finite amount of time, six months to a year or two years. And then you, you have to go home. Uh, this isn't, or you, you know, we decide on their asylum. Uh, if, if somebody has, you know, a legitimate, um, asylum, uh, application, that means they were, you know, persecuted and in their home country and they were threatened. Uh, okay. We can talk about that, but not most of them that we're hearing. I think it's like 95%. This is what I've heard that they're all, they're seeking just jobs. And it, it's, you know, that's not, that's not really the, uh, the really the reason for seeking asylum is just to get a, a better job or or to get uh, you know um, uh, some kind of employment. That's not that's not the reason why you, we give them asylum. So there are rules set up. We have to enforce those. Now you mentioned um, the the rules. Obviously, you're right. Very few actually really qualify for asylum. So what are you talking about that Governor Hochul might look at them working on the land and what then they'll be vetted? How do you, how do you see that implemented? Well, she's looking at, and, and she says, I'm meeting every day with federal authorities to try to uh, earmark uh, federal properties that we can house the migrants. Since when, like, I don't get this, that we, we're responsible for housing uh, people coming into our country. I mean, that our, our ancestors didn't have that. That's a difference. And, I'm, and the far left likes to throw that at me all the time. They say, well, you know, your your grandparents probably came here. Yes, they came here. They waited in line. They did it legally, but nobody gave them a roof over their heads. They moved in with family members, or they worked, uh, and they worked their butts off. And they and they were discriminated against many of them, but they still managed and they still raised families, and they became part of our American society. Um, what we're getting now are people who have no allegiance, no ties, no relatives. Many of them don't have relatives here. And we just have to house them. And we have to give them food every day, three square meals a day. Like I've said, this is, this is ridiculous. That's not, that's not in the uh, tradition of immigration in the United States. But this is, this is what the, this, the president has done. He's created 300 executive orders you know, tied to immigration when he came into office. And all were designed to make it easier for anyone to come into our country. And that's the problem. We should be able to pick who comes into our country. And if we need more nurses, we, we accept more nurses or more engineers. We accept more engineers, not just have the floodgates open at the southern border, especially. And um, just and then come into our country without being vetted. Um, there was a, a successful, a successful remain in Mexico policy that President Trump did, and we should have continued that. And Biden didn't. And that's the problem. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Yeah, and it is wide open there. And and until there is some sort of monitoring of a councilman, nothing's going to turn around. Even if even if they plug the border today, you just brought up as there are so many people that are in this country that have been unvetted since Biden has taken over. They believe at least 1.5 million known gotaways. Those are the ones we have no clue about in the last 29 months. And they believe uh, potentially, you know, six, seven million. I mean, that's a huge number. And again, since New York is kind of like where many of the, the migrants want to go, we've also had a lot of illegal immigration over the years, decades, in fact. So, you know, I, I looked at, uh, you know, in one study, it was uh, in 2023 alone, New York taxpayers will shell out, listen to this, $9.9 billion for federal, state, and local government programs that will serve 1 million illegal immigrants and asylum-seeking uh, migrants. New York State. Wow. That, that's, that's, the, that's the budget for many, many countries around, around the world. So here's what we're paying on top of the high cost of living here and our services and now energy. Um, it's, going, it's, it's really getting to be an unlivable state. What about the fact that we have uh, Mayor Eric Adams, who just this week came out and said, you know, it is not necessarily my responsibility. It's our responsibility. It's your responsibility to take care of these people in need. Uh, What do you say? Because a lot of people were not comfortable with those comments. No, and I'm not comfortable either. And I I told him so. Turn the buses around. I said, I didn't ask for this. I'm for a closed border. Uh, I, I never agreed that we're a sanctuary city. We shouldn't be. Uh, And the right to shelter is for our New Yorkers, homeless New Yorkers, the right to shelter law. So you've extended it. That's your interpretation, but that's not ours. And we didn't ask for this. My constituents did not ask for people from Central America, South America, Africa, China. We didn't ask for uh, a population unvetted to come into our neighborhoods. And we're not going to tolerate it much longer. Uh, You know, again, I'm I'm looking at organizing my constituents to say enough's enough. We can't take any more. Uh, come up with a program, and if you don't, we're going to protest. And we have been protesting around. You know, I know there's been a, a few protests, but when this escalates, and it has, and when this affects people's safety uh, and and well-being and quality of life, you're going to see a lot of people. You know, uh, obviously, uh, take it out on the elected officials and they should because, and I would say the mayor, I understand your situation. You know, I like the mayor, I get along with him, but I think in this case, um, he, he could have turned around those buses uh, months ago. Well, and also, didn't he also entice them to come when he said, hey, we're a sanctuary city? I mean, he kept up the sanctuary city policy, said we accept everybody. And then you wonder why people come. I asked him to call a press conference and this was months ago, and I have the proof that I asked him this. I said, just get on, you know, call a press conference, say we're not accepting any more migrants into New York City. Um, we can't. We don't have the room. 
We're not having people sleep out in parks or in our schools or on our streets. We're not doing that. Uh, and that's not uh, conducive. That's not um, safe in New York City to have this. So, and he said, I can't. He said, I'm, I'm bound to take everyone that comes here. I said, well, that's, that's really, you know, you can't do that. First of all, we can't sustain that. Don't tell me we can't. We can't, I said. So he said, well, I have to by law. And I said, no, you don't. You don't have to accept buses. You just say, send them to Washington, send them somewhere else, but announce it so they don't even start to come here. And that's the difference. That's the difference, you know, our perspective, my, my feeling on this. That you ha- I know it, it sounds tough, and I hate to have families and kids involved in that, and I don't want it, but we can't fit any more people here. We don't have the room. We, don't have, we can't shelter them, and we shouldn't, by the way. So where are the individuals, whatever party it is, because I think it's a red, white and blue issue, not necessarily a Republican, Democrat issue. It shouldn't be. It should be a common sense issue. Where are the politicians calling up President Biden and saying, you know what, enough? Uh, I mean, this this is the effects. How do we turn this around? Not just asking for more money, uh, because then that's just kind of feeding the problem. Yeah, the money is not really the solution at this point, because you can't build enough housing that fast. And and again, what are they if they can't pay for the housing, who's going to pay for it? We will. So I think the answer, I mean, some of my fellow Democrats are coming out finally. I mean, it's been a year or more of this. uh, And they finally now are criticizing President Biden by name, which they, they never did. They never they just said and even the mayor was saying uh, the federal government has to well call out Biden on this say this and I said he's been asleep at the wheel or he's um, he's not fit you know he's not doing the right job he he caused this with those 300 executive orders that were led you know that essentially opened our borders and then they say they they didn't do that by the way <laughs> and I said that, well the evidence is in on the streets of New York City look at all the people that are here so i think there's got to be a comprehensive plan to what we do with the 100 uh, 100,000 that have come to New York uh, migrants and how could they work or if they work but i think it should be a federal program that puts them to work and then tells them now you have to go home or somewhere else or you you know your asylum was not accepted First, we need to to have them sit down with federal agents to see if they they you know they qualify for asylum, and right. that has to be done. But nobody's doing it. And if they don't have a criminal record, too, also, Councilor, right. we have no idea. Not not only are they fleeing, uh, maybe for not qualified reasons, but what who are we getting? Uh, we may not be getting uh, by far the best of the best coming from these countries. Yes, it's not making New York any safer to have people unvetted. And by the way. If there's 100,000 people, you know that there's a few people in there. It doesn't take many to, you know, that brought down the World Trade Center. Uh, but you can have 15, 20, 30 terrorists among them. And chances are there, there are. They're, they're in the United States with this, with this open border. And that's why I think New York City should have learned the lesson from, from 9-11. But we didn't. We didn't. 
you know, you brought up, um, of course, 9-11. Do you think that many New Yorkers don't realize just how downright dangerous it is? Like you said, and we know that there's been dozens of them. I think it's over 100 that have been on the terrorist watch list. Just as you pointed out, it really only takes one or two uh, to cause, you know, horrible harm to the United States. And we know now, as I brought up, 1.5 million known gotaways. These are the ones we have zero clue. 1.5 million. And it's not even like we're checking the other ones either, but those are the ones that we have zero clue who they are, where they are. Uh, they may be in New York or elsewhere. That's scary. That's very scary. And it, and again, why is the president doing this? Why are you know our elected officials are letting this happen? Meaning, what I'm saying, the mayor is saying, yeah, keep coming. He said that in the beginning, and that was the big problem. Now that he says no more, but he's still taking the buses. He's still greeting the buses. So, I mean, I would, I would actually, you know, send. Uh, and I, I know the mayor went down to Washington, and you know what he got? He got one liaison. Uh, liaison that I don't even know if the liaison is here yet, but I, it's just. That was so insulting that uh, I would definitely, I I think all our um, officials should be down in Washington screaming and yelling and demanding that this stop, first of all, that we not take any more and that he comes up with a program. Put them on, on, you know, uh, if you want to put them on army bases somewhere in the United States, but not here, we can't take them. And then come up with a, a work program if you want to do that for the migrants. But that's what needs to be talked about, and the meeting should come up with some kind of solution for this. We're not seeing that. And that's the lack of leadership from the White House. What are your thoughts? You brought up Army Base. What are your thoughts about um, them doing some sort of military service? Those that are here, uh, you talked about working. Um, What about being involved somehow so they have some connection to the United States and give back to this country? Um, I don't, I don't know. Again, that, that that's, uh, I've never heard that. And it's, uh, it's, I don't think it's, it's feasible because we, we don't know who they are. We don't know if they mean the United States harm. Well, we don't that's know. a good point. You don't know if you want them around sensitive so military equipment, them, right? I want every one of them vetted and I want a background check. And that takes time, by the way. And you know, I went, I went up to ICE, the headquarters in Manhattan, not too far from city hall. I've been up there about four times and each time it gets worse. But you can see that the ICE uh, director and, and his, her staff, they're beside themselves. They can't, they can't even keep up with all the migrants coming up. And they really can't do a proper vetting job even because many of, of the migrants don't have paperwork or some of it's forged. They know it. Um, and, and, and again, the, the Biden administration has these kind of uh, loose policies that they just say to the migrants, you go up and report to ICE at some point in the next six months. This is what they're saying. Or And then when they do come up and they sit you know, in, in the long hallways, and some of them have kids, for sometimes days on end. And it's very frustrating. And this was, this was over a year ago that I witnessed this. It's gotten worse since then. So I can't imagine we can't keep doing this. We can't keep it up. And so I think the mayor's got to get tough. But but President Biden has to wake up. Yeah. And he seems so asleep at the wheel. And it seems intentional because it's so obvious what's happening. Why do you think the federal government, the Biden administration is doing this? 
Yeah, well, there's been some theories. I heard this from a lot of people. Uh, constituents are always saying they want votes. They want more people to vote for the Democrat Party. And that's why they're letting them in. What other reason could there be? Uh, why are you doing this? And, and especially, see, you know, the way I would organize this, if, if it, you know, if, if, if I was in charge, I mean, and I, and I won't be, but if, if I was in charge, I'd say. I wish you were, by the way, Councilman. No, 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 no. I would, you'd be better. But, but it, I would build, you know, a process center at the border, giant one. They have to remain in Mexico. But if they want to apply, we'd look at your application. And if, you know, a thousand people apply and, you know, 10 people are accepted, then I would let them across. But then they have to come up with read. How are they going to survive in the United States? How will they? And then they have to once they you know they get approval, they get working papers, and then you 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 know they have to have some kind of relative here. So you have to send them someplace that they could survive. But you don't let them out in the United States to just wander and say here report to an ICE uh, location. Uh, you know, immigration location within the next six months. You can't, you can't say that because they don't report many of them. And that's the problem. That's why we had, a, you know, a million uh, illegal immigrants in New York City alone. Wow. And if, like I said, if any city should learn a lesson from 9-11, it, it, it's New York City. We got hit the hardest. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and so it's, it's, a, it's a, really, it's, it's a frustrating situation, but I don't know. If this administration in Washington can solve it. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. No, and they don't seem to even want to acknowledge that it's a problem. Every time Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary, testifies, uh, he says with a straight face, uh, the border's not open, um, everything's fine, we got it under control, and you know the members of Congress are, are wondering what planet he's on. Um, but it seems to be they're just sort of just towing the party line. Um, I guess I want to ask also in terms of in New York City, because there are so many different locations that are being discussed. We know that, um, okay, McCarran Park, they set up um, 100 cots. We know uh, Creedmoor, they're talking about it. We also know Randall's Island, um, they're setting up the facility for uh, several thousand uh, single males, just as you talked about. How, what, what locations, are any of these locations realistic? I mean, they're, first of all, they're taking over soccer fields for kids in Staten Island. They're moving out elderly out of a nursing home. They're planning to, to put migrants in. Um, are there locations that we could do it in? Why, why put it in Central Park? Tourists. I mean, that we're driving uh, yeah. people away from New York as it is. Uh, what about yeah. Rikers? What about, is there any place that, that makes sense? Well, uh, Rikers has been mentioned. There are a number of empty, two, I think, two empty buildings that, that could house thousands. But um, I don't know if those are, that's not the really the answer. I think at this point, you need to set up processing centers. Floyd Bennett Field has been mentioned. It's a federal facility. Other federal facilities have been mentioned. But um, I, I think we have to stop thinking. And this is what I, the mayor, you know, we were looking for locations. Why, why should we be doing this? But that's not our job. 
that we have to, you know, we're trying to make a living for our families. We're, try, you know, we're working to sustain New York City. We're trying to bring it back from the pandemic. The last thing New York should be worrying about is how to house and feed migrants and where to put them. Uh, again, I would turn around the buses. I would, you know, start working out a program. And by the way, the mayor has been has this, um, you know, order that uh, we're going to spend about a half a billion dollars alone just in transportation for migrants to other locations around uh, New York, New York State, or the country. Yeah, what about sending them back to the White House, uh, Naval Observatory? Well, that's, again, Come that's on. The, that's the only answer I see. I, and I would announce it. I'm saying, you know, Mr. President, thanks, but no thanks. We can't take any more people. And now this is your problem on your front. You know, it's going to be outside the White House. We're going to direct the buses to Washington. And I know he's going to take some heat, you know, from all the far left, but there's no other solutions. If the president doesn't want to do it, show him the problem firsthand. Let him look out his window and he's going on vacation a lot. He's going to the beach. Send him to where he is and just say the migrants are here. So uh, it, it's a situation, but it's going to it's going to take some real tough decisions by the mayor. It's not it's not going to be popular with everyone. And you're going to hear the far left's, you know, crying out, how dare you do this? But again, there's there's no other answer. It, this this can eventually destroy New York City, period. And that's that is a definite. And the mayor knows that. How far away are we from a breaking point? I mean, it seems like we're getting there. What do you think? I think we're there already. I don't think if this can, you know, if we're going to have to pay for, and the, and the mayor did announce that he, he gave notice to uh, some of the people staying in hotel rooms. You got, you know, this was like a, a few weeks ago. You got 60 days and that's it. You're out. So we'll see how that's going to work. Because then that, then you're going to see tents popping up all over. And that's where the president has to come in and say, let's, uh, Let's move some of them out and let's bring them to locations away from the cities because they really can't be within a city. There's no room in many of our big cities for housing this many people at once. So, um, And the taxpayers should not be paying anything. In the end, we will be paying. Obviously, even if the feds pay for it, it's still our money. It's still our tax money. And it's going to really – it's going to cost us in, in a in – a, Certainly, inflation is going to go through the roof. That's that's what I'm predicting if this continues. You can't keep feeding and housing, you know, millions of people. Uh, and they have to really make a living on their own. And uh, that's what that's what the long term plan should be. But not, we're not hearing any plan at all. Yeah, it just seems like we're in the wilderness. And, and really quick, it, the sad thing is there are so many homeless Americans, homeless New Yorkers, homeless veterans, right. um, you know, and people are going, well, wait a minute, boy, they would have loved a nice free hotel room or a right. free this or free that. Um, what do you say to them? And, and that's the that's the best argument that we have to. We have so many homeless in our cities around the country. We have so many homeless in New York. Uh, we need to take care of them. We have so many people sleeping on the subways and out on the streets. And, um, you know, winter's not far off. So it, it, the, the problem that with the migrants is going to be actually greater. Even if, we, even if you stop the buses, you still have all, you have 50 or 60,000 now who are staying in New York City shelters. Uh, who are migrants, and another 
you know, 50,000 that are homeless New Yorkers. So you're over 100,000 in our shelter system. We never really exceeded more than 30 or 40,000 in the past. So it's bursting at the seams and we can't sustain it. So, you know, you're going to see a lot more neighborhoods coming out as this uh, expands. But wait until the winter months. It's going to get 10 times worse. Uh, It is going to be just heartbreaking, this entire situation. That is a great point. Um, Everyone, be sure to subscribe and share to this podcast. And uh, Councilman Robert Holden, really great to have your insight and keep up the great fight for New York and for America. We really appreciate your perspective. Thank you, Rita. Keep up the good work. And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight, on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.